It was a hot, humid summer evening when she walked into my office. She was a strikingly beautiful blonde woman. Her legs went all the way up to her hips. A pair of stunning blue eyes rested above her nose, and below the nose, a mouth. The kind of mouth that could likely speak words, or maybe whistle if the occasion called for it. She sat down across from me with the authority of someone arriving to meet another person. There's been a murder, she said, with a voice that vibrated the air so that our ears could sense the vibrations and translate them into meaning. A murder? Who's been murdered? I said with my own voice. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know who's been murdered. That's a, that's a bad sign. All right, so we're not only dealing with a murder case, but also a unknown person. They're laying on the sidewalk outside. <laughs> oh my god! We went down the stairs. There was a bloke laying bloodied on the sidewalk. The blood had come from his body, meaning he was likely hurt in some way. You can see next to him, there's a bloody knife. So we can only assume it was murder. <laughs> the options were thinning. It's kind of weird that it happened right outside the detective's office, but that's why I came to you first. <laughs> she was getting too close to the truth. Soon she would find out I murdered him. Oh my god. <laughs> I had to get her off the trail. Hey, have you ever heard of podcasts? What? I mean, come. yeah. <laughs> Why are we? Are you just gonna leave him there? <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to him. He's not going anywhere. Oh my anywhere. god. Come back up to my office. I think there might be a clue in this podcast. Okay. I cleverly got her away from the scene of the crime. My crime. I, the murderer and detective. But you won't find that out till chapter 11. We went back to my office and I played for her my favorite podcast. So, uh,. What clues are we looking for exactly? You have to just, you have to listen to it multiple times and replay it. And it might even help if you send it to other people so that they can also look for clues. Yeah, okay. Just listen. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Six Degrees of Celebration. I'm Alan. I'm Jenny, not Matt. No, she's not Matt. And we're here on our couch with the two of us. Um, Matt's laptop is no longer operable, or he no longer has it. The laptop's gone, that's the only thing that we know for sure. Uh, and this is not the first technical issue we've had in like the last three episodes, which means I'm pretty sure, you told me this last time. That <laughs> I said blame it on Mercury Retrograde. That's what everyone else does. <laughs> which apparently is a thing, that if Mercury's in retrograde, which apparently it, it is, Technology has issues, and I mean, that's been tracking so far. Yeah. So I, I actually am very happy because I get the opportunity to talk to my wife um, in a structured format, which is better than our unstructured chats that we normally have, so. Why? Well, I don't know. Like, when was the last time we just, like, sat down to talk to each other? I'm going to try and call you Yesterday? <laughs> well, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, yeah, you're right. We do talk to each other, don't we? We were only together in the car for like two full hours the other day. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm just saying that this is good. I'm happy we're doing this, okay. is what I was trying to say. Uh, it's going to be a shorter episode. We've each just brought one thing. Um, do you want to start? Sure. 
All right. What'd you, what'd I you thought heard? you were going to elaborate on the Mercury retrograde oh. thing and explain all the issues. Oh, yeah. Had. Oh, I mean, well, we've had a thing where I recorded the entire episode on the incorrect mic. We had another thing where we lost the entire episode recording and had to do it again. And then this past one, we had another occurrence of that where we recorded the first five minutes. Then it stopped recording. And luckily, we caught it early enough, but we still lost like a, another five minutes. So we'll see if anything else goes wrong with this one. I mean, I guess Matt losing his computer was the thing that went wrong with yeah, this episode. So Exactly. Uh, supposedly, you're in the clear on June 3rd. Okay, good. I'm just going <laughs> to check the recording real quick. All right, we're, st we're still good. <laughs> What'd you bring? I brought a feast. Ooh. Because I wanted to talk about... My favorite food, mm -hmm. my favorite family of foods, I suppose, which is breakfast food. Oh, this is applicable. <laughs> it is applicable. We just had a brunch with some friends, so that was nice. Um, I will make the disclaimer. I'm using the phrase breakfast food because people will know what I mean when I say that. Yeah. But I am not operating under the belief that certain foods have to be eaten at certain times of day. I just wanted to say that because there's probably someone who's like, well, I like eating cold leftover pizza for breakfast. One of the best breakfasts I ever had was like a random leftover soup that was like spicy and I ate it with crackers and an egg and it was so satisfying and hearty. I still think about it sometimes <laughs> and want to recreate it. So I just wanted to say, that when I say breakfast foods, I don't mean you have to eat them at breakfast. Because as you know, and also enjoy, we love a good breakfast for dinner. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've mentioned it, I think, before, but we did breakfast as our meal at our wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Five o'clock in the afternoon. So there you go. Um, it's just my favorite kind of food. When you were like, what do you want to talk about on the podcast? And I was like, well, we're planning a <laughs> well, brunch, so it's kind of on the brain. <laughs> Breakfast food. I love breakfast food. Could eat it all the time, all day, every day. When you say breakfast food, you're talking waffles, you're talking pancakes, you're talking sausage, eggs, bacon. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, yes, I'm sure in other parts of the world, maybe the breakfast is, customary breakfast is different. Typical, like, American diner, diner breakfast, breakfast food. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah, S specifically, my favorite is any form of breakfast sandwich, like a breakfast Ooh, burrito oh, or a, breakfast on a croissant or a bagel, mm. anything like that. English muffin. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Yes. What's your favorite breakfast food? Oh, shoot. I think for sure my favorite breakfast food is a breakfast burrito from Press Cafe. <laughs> well, you have only mentioned a few times on yeah, the podcast in case you're not aware. <laughs> I actually did look into... Press Cafe catering when we were considering doing breakfast for dinner for our wedding, mm. but it was more of like a corporate will deliver you sandwiches kind of deal. Yeah, that would have Unfortunately, been a dream, Yeah. Yeah, I think my favorite is definitely a breakfast burrito. I, for a breakfast every day though, I just have an egg, unbuttered toast, and a piece of Which turkey is so bacon. so strange. <laughs> You're the only person I know who eats unbuttered toast. It's so dry. And then every time I give you butter, you're like, why is this toast so good? I'm like, because I actually put something on it. <laughs> I think you're like a culinary master. I'm like, because whoa. Because I put butter on toast. Or like whenever I saute garlic, you're like, wow, dinner smells amazing. <laughs> I'm like, it's 
just garlic. (laughs) (laughs) That was a side tangent, though. It's so true. (laughs) Breakfast is the most important meal of the day, period, right? Because it's the thing that jumpstarts your body's metabolism. It's wicked important. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a lot of the times, that's that's its own point. Breakfast is super important. So the stuff you eat for breakfast should be super important. I... I found that when I was growing up, a lot of breakfast foods I'd start to hate because I associated them with waking up and you associate waking up with going to school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like I used to get nauseous at breakfast foods because my body would have anxiety about going to school. It would associate like omelets with school and like I get nauseous. Oh, that's so weird. (laughs) Yeah, it's super weird. But since then and since we've been kind of rewriting the context of breakfast, you and I have had so many really nice Sunday morning breakfasts mm-hmm. where we just sit down and like I've made part of it, you've made part of it, or like mm-hmm. I've made the coffee and, and we just, it, we're really redefining what that food is associated with in my brain. Yeah, that's definitely part of it. I mean, I have so many good memories of breakfast, not only with us, but like my family used to make breakfast at least one of the weekend days together. Egg sandwiches were a big thing that we used to have all the time. And I mean, who doesn't love going out for breakfast? Like, that's, that's one true. of my favorite things to do. So, all around, <laughs> positive associations with breakfast. Yeah, I like going out for breakfast. I don't enjoy going out for diner breakfasts. I Like, I like it. You gotta put a day aside if exactly. you're gonna do that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because you come home feeling like you've got like a layer of oil on you or something. (laughs) You're like weighed down a little (laughs) bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I do. I love. I am a person who like wakes up hungry every day. So I'm always like ready to eat. But I love (laughs) the versatility. Why why are you laughing at me? It's funny. Some people don't like. I'm the kind of person that when I wake up. I'm hungry because but, I haven't eaten for eight hours. But there are some people who don't eat breakfast, I'm and I will like never understand it. I am not one. Of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not like the other girl. <laughs> I eat all three meals a day. Anyway, I love the versatility of breakfast. Sometimes mm. you wake up, you want a sweet breakfast. You want like pancakes or oh, a waffle or oatmeal. I love oatmeal. Mm. Some days you want savory. Some days a mix of both. You know? That's true. So many options. Yeah, and it is, it's a, it's a different thing. I mean, brunch is its, its own thing. Brunch is basically an example of people going, man, we like breakfast so much, can we have it a little later in the day? <laughs> I don't want to wake up that early, but I do want breakfast. Exactly. And maybe some lunch foods as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay if I get to eat it just a little bit later. Yeah. What, I, I, mean, didn't, I didn't ask you, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What's your favorite breakfast food? You know, I think we have the same one. Also a breakfast, any kind of breakfast sandwich, as I mentioned earlier. It just depends on my mood, whether I want it on a bagel or in a burrito. And and I will specify, my burrito from Press is a sausage, egg and cheese, potato burrito. Mine is the bacon, egg, cheese, and potato burrito, but I love to add peppers and spinach, and I also use the salsa, which you don't normally use. No. <laughs> I'm just thinking of so we have this running joke uh of Jenny always anytime she wears anything white or light colored, she will spill something on it. She will like fleck like a, a sauce or something. Like there will be a, a spot of something on her shirt. 
So anytime we're in the car and we happen to go to press, which sadly is very rarely now, she tends to be wearing a white shirt <laughs> and she goes to like put the salsa on her burrito and I'm full on side eyeing. Just like... <laughs> you add more pressure to it. That's <laughs> true. But this past weekend, didn't spill anything on myself. Yeah, I marked the calendar. Like, that was a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do spill on myself a lot, though, and I don't think it's only when I wear white. I feel like sometimes we make it through dinner and I'm like, I didn't get any spaghetti on my shirt. And you're like, good for you, hon. I'm proud of you. <laughs> That's a that's a straight conversation we absolutely had. Uh, I've even taken to uh, bringing like oatmeal to work for lunch. Mm -hmm. Like some days I'll have like savory breakfast and have just have like oatmeal and a banana for lunch, and it's great. Once I realized I don't have to hold myself back from having breakfast for lunch at work, even if people are like, "Why are you making oatmeal right now?" I'm like, "Cause it's good." Yeah, and I enjoy it. Absolutely. Absolutely. All day breakfast buffet. Yes, please. Oh, yes. And uh, that's all I have. I just wanted to talk about how much I like breakfast foods. Thanks. I thought that was a great topic. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know if mine has as much versatility as yours because everybody experiences breakfast. Mm -hmm. And I myself have eaten quite a bit of breakfast, so I had... I can imagine. Yeah. You're, uh, 28 years of life, you've had a few breakfasts. Yeah, at least 10. Um, <laughs> at least 10. <laughs> I mean, statistically, at least 10. <laughs> um, what I wanted to bring up, I don't know if you've experienced this. It's really unique. Well, I don't know if unique's the right word. I think it's unique in the way that once I noticed it, I was like, oh, weird. I've never heard anyone talk about this. I wonder if anybody else does this. But it could be super common, and it, it's more just like a uh, unspoken thing. Okay. So I, I watch a lot of movies, or I did watch a lot of movies mm -hmm. growing up. And if I, em if I really enjoyed that movie, I would emulate it. I would take parts of it and kind of like mold myself by what I saw because like that's how we inform ourselves. Matt's talked a lot about how do people act in movies a certain way because we act that way in real life or do we act that way in real life because we watched it in a movie? Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it is it really believable that like the guy would chase after the girl in the rain or like whatever? Mm -hmm. or, like or do we do this now just because we're like, this is a romantic gesture because I saw it in the movie. Yeah. So because of that, there were a lot of movie quotes that I say to myself in my head really often because I've learned something from them. And that's now how I know the thing. Okay. So like one example would be in, I want, I think it's in Evan Almighty. Is oh that, God. Yeah. I, I saw that a long time ago. <laughs> that's the one with, um. With Jim Carrey, Jim where he Carey. builds an arc, right? No. No, that's the second one. Which one am I thinking of? What's the first one? Wait a minute. Bruce, Bruce is Almighty. the first one. Yes. Evan the Almighty second is the second one, one where he builds the, the arc. arc. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> is that your thing? So, Evan Almighty, set that aside. That's the second one. Bruce oh, Almighty. Steve Carell. Is that the name you're looking for? He's in the second one, isn't he? He's in the second one. Okay. I, I don't care about him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, him, okay. Put him away. Like, I'm talking about Bruce Almighty. I'm talking about Jim Carrey. I'm talking about when he says, B-E-A-utiful. Yes, okay. I'm, I cannot spell the word beautiful. <laughs> 
without in my mind as I'm typing it or writing it going B-E-A-utiful. It's kind of like uh, Gwen Stefani and Bananas, where everyone learned how to spell bananas from that song. I'm pretty sure I could have figured out bananas without her. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, who can spell out the word bananas without singing that song to themselves? B-A-N-A-N-A-N, yeah. You know? It's just in there forever. Anyway. Yeah, but, like, I, what I'm saying is, like, the word beautiful, I don't think I'd be able to spell it without... Right, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, that's one example. Another example is Shanghai Noon with Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson. Um, there's a line in that movie where Jackie is confronting, um, like, the Chinese royal guard that are there to take the princess back or something. I haven't seen it in a while. But this line has stuck with me regardless, where he says, the sun may rise where we come from, but this is where it sets. So literally, anytime someone's talking about, like, cardinal directions, like, which way's north, which way's south... Or like, where's the sun going to rise from? I will always say that line in my head and be like, no, the sun rises in the east because this is where it sets in the west. Okay. like, <laughs> Oh, because in Shanghai Noon, Jackie Chan is in the Wild West. Okay. He's like a Chinese guy okay. that came over to the Wild West and he meets Owen Wilson, who's like a gunslinger and they save the princess. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I learned that one. It's... I don't know. Do you have any examples of that? Maybe not in movies, but something that you learned it and now the only way you know it is because it's a reference in your um, mind? Probably. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I know what you mean. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I wonder if that's just like a unique thing about how certain people learn. Because we've talked about how there are gaps in my knowledge as far as like months of the year or... Uh, that's a pretty big one. <laughs> oh, and how many days are 723. in 723. All right, what month is seven again? <laughs> that's, that's... I know, that wasn't me making fun of you. That's actually like conversations we have sometimes. If I could watch a movie where someone makes a funny line about like how to tell which month is which number. You'd be all set. I'd be all set, honestly. Or like people always do like the... 50 days past November, April, summer, and September, or, like, whatever. Yeah. That, <laughs> okay. You tried, but, yeah. But, like, that, that, thing. that rhyme is, people are like, don't, don't you know that one? That's how I tell which one have 30 and 31. I'm like, I can never remember what the Okay, is. see, actually, I remember, like, nothing important in my daily life that I have to remember, but I will remember the lyrics to a song forever and rhythm helps me memorize things like if i'm trying huh. to remember a number putting it to a rhythm or chunking it into different rhythms like helps me so like that rhyme which is 30 days has september april june and november rhymes and has a rhythm so i've memorized that since like the first time i heard it when i was a kid huh wow so there's a difference i guess <laughs> yeah what what is the seventh month july july Seven July. No, there's nothing. I was like, maybe we can but, workshop it yeah. later. <laughs> but it's like, um, I don't remember the actress Ugh. in what in the holiday. Who's the one of the main girls? Cameron Diaz, not Cameron Diaz, but oh, very good. She kind of looks like Gwyneth Paltrow, so that's why I thought maybe Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet, yeah, it's like Kate Winslet says in the holiday, she goes. There are things we say because he wrote them. And so that's that's kind of what it feels like to me. Like, there are things I think because someone wrote them. Mm. And, like, that's now how I understand the world. 
I just think it's really interesting. I wanted to point it out because it is a kind of brainwashing. You think so? If if I physically can't spell the word beautiful without going B-E-A-U-tiful, I don't know. That feels like brainwashing to me. I don't know. I wouldn't consider it brainwashing so much as like, I mean, maybe if you if you said that like the compounding effect of all the movies you've ever seen putting certain messaging about how you should act. That's fair. Maybe you could make an argument that that's brainwashing. I think taking one example, though, is just like, for some reason, that really worked for you and it stuck. Mm. I wish I could figure out why it sticks, you know? I think it's easier to remember things when you have, like, a visual and words to go with it so yeah. like you remember that scene and you remember the tone of voice he said it in probably like mm-hmm. you hear that every time you think about it i don't know That's it's true. interesting though auditory visual mm-hmm. and there's i i'm sure there are studies about how if something is attributed to like a positive memory it's easier to remember oh sure i can imagine that hmm. like when you fell down the stairs oh we don't need to bring that up every time <laughs> we have a conversation <laughs> I was just thinking. You've already (laughs) dragged me for that on this podcast, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think it's always worth reminding you. No, it's not. I just, well, I was thinking, like, what's a a positive memory I have with you that I'll never forget because it's, like, so happy or so funny? And it's falling falling down the stairs is definitely up there. (laughs) There That's it. That's the positive memory. (laughs) There's definitely more. Like, our first dance, for sure. Um, when I asked you to marry me, our first date, I remember. Yeah, I mean, those things are like bigger life events that I would hope that you'd remember first before the time I fell down the <laughs> stairs. It's like I can't control like the way they rank in my brain. Oh my God. No, well, like I look at you and I'm like, what's a good memory? And my brain doesn't automatically go to like <laughs> when we lied to the cashier to, and told them it was like our two year anniversary on our first date. You mean when you lied to the cashier? <laughs> <laughs> so your thing was learning behavior from movies? Was it just the concept I was su- your thing that I you're appreciating? So. It was one of those things where I noticed. I was like, oh, weird. I always go B-E-A-U-tiful. And like anytime I think about like, oh, wait, where's the sunrise and where is it set again? Like that knowledge I don't remember, but the line I remember. So I will actively say it in my head and then go, okay, it rises in the east, sets in the west. Hmm. And I was like, that's a really strange thing. That's like two examples where like that's how I operate on a daily basis. And I was wondering if there was a commonality there. Hmm. Something to think about. And if anybody has any of those examples, I would actually love to hear them. I would super love to hear what movies have kind of like worked their way into your brain. And while you're at it, tell us your favorite breakfast food. Please. It says a lot about a person. Yeah. <laughs> Just like your favorite color, stuff like that. I like things. These are things I like to know. That's true. <laughs> yeah. What's a... What's a... <laughs> What? <laughs> What's a breakfast food that if someone told you that you would be like, oh, no. <laughs> now I know exactly what kind of person you are, and that scares me. I mean, are there bad ones? Like um, like an uncooked egg? Ew, I mean, who does like that? Rocky Balboa? I mean, yeah, I would definitely question something if someone was like, <laughs> my oh, my, my favorite, favorite breakfast food 
<laughs> a raw egg. <laughs> That's true. If someone eats raw eggs and you're like, okay, cool, you're a bodybuilder or whatever. But if they were like, no, my favorite is an unseasoned, <laughs> uncooked raw egg. I knew someone once whose favorite food was raw kale, and I never recovered from hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> that story. No, I will not judge your favorite breakfast food unless your favorite is eating a raw egg. Then I might a little bit. But hey, tell us why. Maybe we're wrong. I've never just straight up eaten a raw egg. I could be like, have my whole life changed. I mean, you could also get salmonella from it, but. Yeah, but I mean, like, maybe that's why. Maybe people still get salmonella because it's actually amazingly delicious to eat a raw God. egg. Anyway. Thank you to Lakey Inspired for the use of our theme song, The Process. Jenny, thank you for being here. Thank you for potting with me. Everybody better watch out because this summer I am going to be rocking my beach pod. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Play, Play us out. out. All right. Did you find any clues? No. No, I don't see how that was relevant at all. There's a dead man outside. I don't know if you're... I, I want to go find someone else to take care of this. And like that, she was gone. Off to meet another sorry soul and interact with them in a way that could potentially be better or worse than this interaction. I thought about going after her, but stopped myself. My tolerance for social encounters was drained. Best to spend the night watching television. You murdered him. What are you gonna do about You're gonna let me go have someone else try to solve the murder? I'll probably text her in the morning. I never gave you my number. <laughs> you don't even know me. I'm a detective. I can find your number. Ugh. It's probably not that hard.